0: Hey, two, two, check, 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 check. Hey, that's good. What are we doing? Like four hours? <laughs> There's a whole YouTube world, just millions of people. I, yeah, it's fascinating. You what? I did a, I did a YouTube. Um, uh, show for for the Orlando Fringe Festival during the pandemic when it was uh, like they didn't have an in-person festival, um, so I was here in Bellingham, mm, but mm, I did mm, this mm. I did this show called A Guy Plays Closing Time for an hour, <laughs> and so so I just started the feed and played it like I was at an open mic, like Hey, everyone, I'm gonna play some songs. Here's this first one, and it's like Oh, it's closing time. And I played closing time. And then I just, all right, next song, great, okay, uh, okay, this is a closing time, and I just played closing time for an hour <laughs> over and over. <laughs> nice. Uh, and like 40 people watched it, it was wild. but uh I kind of in the middle did like an a- ASMR version <laughs> 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 it, it, was, it was It was pretty fun, but um,
1: you know, wild times, we wild it, yeah,, you know? yeah, wild. You gotta make it work. Yeah, it did. Speaking of making things work, uh, now now tell me what happened to your abdominal region.
0: Oh, my uh, my appendicitis, yeah. acute appendicitis. And let me tell you, it was not cute. <laughs> it wasn't cute at all. The tale begins on Saturday, two Saturdays ago, and uh, I thought I had bad p- food poisoning. Woke up at like two in the morning, just oh, one of those killer just you know something's going on Mm -hmm. and and it felt like the kind of pressure that would go along with you know (laughs) some pretty bad gas and some maybe some (laughs) vomiting right okay and so i just kind of thought that's what it was and tried to to move it around nothing you know i I couldn't usually i can get some gas out or whatever uh just by moving around and yeah trying to go to the bathroom but nothing nothing worked and so I just went back to sleep and tried to sleep, um, but it got, the pain got really bad. And then at like 10 or 11 in the morning, I was just like, doubled over kind of like, this is, so I, I checked with someone. They're like, well, it might be appendicitis. I'm like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Uh, and talked to a nurse and they said, you should definitely go get checked out. And this was Sunday at this point. So nothing was open except for mm. the emergency room, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my brother picked me up and took me down there and they gave me a cat scan did some tests and uh, said like yep your thing that's about that's <laughs> about to rupture let's get that out of you and then within like two hours i was in surgery wow you know poke 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 they send three um it's like laparoscopic or something so they, they send in mm-hmm. three different tubes one of them you know inflates your stomach with carbon dioxide Mm. And, and so that all they can like move around so basically just like moves all the organs so there's space in between mm-hmm. and then they shove one in another one has a camera and then the third one has like a tube with but it has like blades on it or something and so they just use the camera and watch and go in and you're, snip
1: snip you're describing edward scissorhands yeah essentially <laughs> okay. that was that, that your was doctor the was edward scissorhands okay
0: <laughs> oh she was she was amazing <laughs> I wish I'd been awake for it. It was a trip, though. Like getting put under. I don't know if you've gone through oh, yeah. surgery, yep. but boy, it is not. Uh, oh yeah, can't see nice. Well, for, I the, got two. Uh, for the for the listeners, he's holding up uh, got, a wrist uh, I've injury. I've got two.
1: <laughs> I've got two. Um, one. Yeah? One was uh, more modern, but this one, bottom one, just a little tidbit for you was Doug's dad. Oh, l- lovely. When I was he's, a ba- yeah. baby, did that. He's so one. violent.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Dead. Um, yeah, no, I've been under. That's funny. T- tell me your, your experience.
0: Well, just, and I'd gone under for my wisdom teeth many, many, like uh, 15, 20 years ago. But uh, it, it you, I don't know, you're never prepared for it. And, and it's just fascinating. And it's, you know, it was a very professional situation so I felt safe and there's but there's four people wheel in you know I've met the surgeon I met the tech the technician and the, the anesthesiologist comes over and introduces them themselves so <clears throat> I meet all these people and then there's a fourth. So, that's the person you know,
1: it, who will kill you <laughs> oh the God. anesthesiologist
0: and he was kind of <laughs> like a dude bro <laughs> and I was, was sort of like okay yeah I trust you if anyone's going to be good with like all mind-altering substances yeah it's like the, the dude bro. I had to get completely naked except for the... That's uh, not
1: normal. Yeah. uh Oh,
0: (laughs) Uh -oh. except for the, you know, the, the hospital gown. And then they like wheel me in and throw me on the, on the table. And there's all these lights looking Mm -hmm. down and, and I was like freezing. Right. So then they wrap me in, in uh, warm blankets and put me under and and it's like, you know, 10 seconds. And then Mm -hmm. I wake up back, back Mm -hmm. in the, in the, the other, the prep room. But like the funny thing was, is, you know it's during the pandemic i haven't really been dating i haven't really been like <laughs> man taking care of things down there but when i came out like they had shaved you know my tummy but then they went they kept going a little bit <laughs> so i was you know i wouldn't know if it was a brazilian but it was pretty close and i just imagined the guy like uh-oh <laughs> get the hedge get the hedge tr- get the big ones <laughs> get the big ones. Yeah. machete <laughs> scalpel check machete check <laughs> weed whacker uh oh. so i felt pretty good about it. thinking about going back for another another trim it's about time <laughs> all right well good talk that's this great yeah
1: cool well i guess we'll just freaking stir it um if you're feeling ready yeah man i'm
0: stoked what do you got a kombucha you rocking a brooch?
1: oh yeah Hello everyone and welcome to History is a Joke, bonus episode, a podcast where we deep dive into different stories from history. This week I am joined by DK. He has not heard the story before, so they will be asking questions along the way and helping me tell this tale to its fullest comedic effect. In today's bonus episode, we will be discussing the first dog in space orbit. Is that a dog howl? That was kind of—it was like a wolf.
0: <laughs> I feel like I started dog and then I sort of went wolf there. I, I don't know, which I'm hoping that this—you know—this dog has a little wolf in it. Well, yeah, that's that's a good guess. Closest to the moon, you would you would assume.
1: <laughs> oh, I wonder if the dog howled. <laughs> this is a bit of a, sp-
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I already have questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, um is this this is uh this sputnik yeah the, very the good russian... yes yes very okay good. okay all right
1: boom point me yeah one point are there <laughs> <laughs> for those keeping track dk has one point so far nice <laughs> this is a bit of a spin-off of our larger episode on modern russian history to briefly set the stage since this is a history podcast it's 1957 the US and Russia were about to be in the throes of the great space race. A colder war to the Cold War, if you will allow. Ooh. DK? Like
0: free, freezing you, cold?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, space is like cold, you know, things freeze in there. So, like. Sp- no, yeah, I, hey. I I got that. Yeah. Does that work? That's <laughs> good. It was good.
0: Right. Nice. No, chill. Chill. It was chill up there. Chill?
1: Chill war? Yeah. What about a chill, a chill war, war to the Cold War? The
0: chilling cold a war. A freeze war? I, yeah, I like freeze or frozen. I mean, it was icy. Those times were icy. You know, there's the Cold War, and then there's the icy Ice. war. <laughs> that was just—it
1: was chilling. <laughs> then what happened? Russia was clearly winning from the start, with the launch of Sputnik One on October fourth, nineteen fifty-seven, the world's first artificial satellite. Wow, artificial. Do we have non-artificial satellites? Uh. Um, I I guess that would shit just orbiting naturally (laughs) that we call that a satellite all right I guess yeah I I think so I
0: thought it'd be like an asteroid or something or
1: I think it's still referred to as a satellite if it's orbiting a planet smaller and it's smaller than what you would call a moon
0: I trust you you're you're a you are a podcast host
1: everybody (laughs) at me my handle is (laughs) what's your handle DK it's a at DK Branimer let him know (laughs) oh wait no no the first man-made, I guess we would say, artificial same diff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what the dinosaurs
0: were doing before. Well, they we can't count all, all the... They could have shot some shit up there.
1: <laughs> Sputnik, a 23-inch, 184-pound sphere with four antennae, traveled... Wait, wait, 23 inches? Yeah, that's all it
0: was. What? That's like two... That's not even two feet. Yeah. How, what, they, that was they it those everyone are was you afraid sure? of were they inches. using inches though they were used wouldn't they aren't they on the metric i i converted
1: oh did you <laughs> and they jammed a dog in there no 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 this is sputnik one i'm yeah good question good oh, clarification okay. point.
0: no dog no dog in yeah.
1: the 20s i was like that is a very
0: tiny For dog For all those, <laughs> it's like they have to put a motor and like an engine a... uh <laughs> Like a seat belt for the dog. This is setting the stage. So
1: Sputnik One. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, we're we're pre-dogs. We're pre. Even... We're pre-dogs pre, pre inside of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes. Yeah, so this is this is the first one. This is what ev- what got everyone riled up. This is this mm. is what everyone was afraid of, and it was only twenty three inches. I guess size doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the end, it's the speed.
0: How f- how how heavy?
1: Uh, hundred eighty four pounds. <laughs> Damn, that's, so they that's packed nice. a lot of shit into the That's you know, actually about
0: what I weigh. I'm about 180, 185.
1: If you curl um, up in a ball, are you 23 inches? No wonder
0: that that, uh, that girl called me that, <laughs> the Sputnik, Sputnik. Of, <laughs> of humans.
1: Well, Sputnik. It's because I'm about the same weight. Sputnik, a 23-inch, 184-pound sphere with four antennae, traveled at a top speed of 18,000 miles per hour, passing around the Earth every 96 minutes.
0: Damn. That's fast. Yeah, fast little ball. 96 minutes it went completely around the earth. Yeah. Man, just think of what you know, like FedEx could do with that kind. <laughs> <Somewhere>. Hey yo. <laughs> These are the jokes people. Boy, I wish the US Postal Service
1: uh, could take a note from the from the old Sputnik one. <laughs> oh dear. Sputnik traveled in a low elliptical orbit for three weeks with batteries, and then another two months without, before falling to the Earth and burning up upon re-entry.
0: All right. What did they do with the batteries? It just dropped them?
1: No, I think they just ran out. Ran-
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that would make
1: sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sputnik was just like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> the
0: Energizer Bunny
1: just parachutes out. Woohoo! I'm out of here. Just he flying around every 96 minutes. Just yeah, how many times did it go around total? Oh, you could add it up. Ninety-six minutes for what did I say? No. Three weeks, two months, <laughs> two 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 months and three weeks. People That's do some, the math. Let, At let's DK Reinemer right now on, <laughs> on the podcast. I've got a, let's do it together. Going to let's do it long yeah. form. It might <laughs> carry the Sputnik. Uh. The apparent massive technological gap between the Soviet Union and the U.S. caused a panic in America, and the Great Space Race began. After the phenomenon so much panic <laughs> did we see it like did we
0: do you know if, yeah if, oh yeah it, yep like you'd Amer- look up people, and you'd see it
1: Yep, yeah, going around and every you know, time the president was like every 96 minutes <laughs> yeah. he's reminded you could see it yeah in the evening you know and uh, that's kind of the scary thing is is yeah every evening people were reminded of this uh abnormal object in the sky that people hadn't really seen um, and they and it was knew it fast. came from Russia And they knew it came from Russia And, and it, there was knows? a dog in there And there was a dog in there And it was looking down <laughs> But people didn't know what the technology was or wasn't Russia didn't say the limits of Sputnik oh, 1 yeah, For all they knew gotta... They were looking at him.
0: Yeah, you gotta keep it close to your you know,
1: yeah. Your card's close there Close to your dog <laughs> After the phenomenon of Sputnik 1 Nikita Khrushchev, the current Soviet leader wanted a follow-up to Sputnik that would be even more successful and frightening to the Americans. While Sputnik 1 was still in orbit, engineers delivered a terrific idea in every sense of the word. <laughs> they proposed a capsule capable of canine orbital flight. Damn. I just love the... I mean, I don't love it. It's just
0: fascinating that his whole purpose in in like pursuing this incredible scientific, you know, endeavor was to <laughs> to bring fear to America. Yeah, to
1: stick it to America. <laughs> like,
0: stick it to the man. That's, a, that's a, says a lot about, you know, uh people's yeah. motivations.
1: Yeah. Ego. A dude's ego. ego. Hey, a dude's man. tiny dick. You Just... gotta have the biggest dog up in space. <laughs> <laughs> There had already been 12 suborbital canine spaceflights, but Soviet engineers hadn't planned on launching a canine orbit until sometime that next year, 1958. After Khrushchev's demand, the canine orbital launch concept was moved to November 3rd, 1957, an anniversary of an important precursor, mini revolution, to the larger and infamous 1917 revolution, as covered in our Putin episode.
0: So we better go back and. You know, you should go back and, and check
1: that out. <laughs> Thanks for Thanks the half hearted plug. You guys should <laughs> like, yeah, hit I the mean, brakes I, on that plug. Oh, 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 <laughs> I don't,
0: we can edit this out, right? Do you think there was ever a, like, did a feline. Space, uh, you know, pod ever get considered?
1: Uh, they, we'll kind of go into that a little later, but yeah, they okay. did all kinds of animals here. I'll uh, actually just uh, read you a couple here.
0: So I have to admit, a, fr- a good friend of mine who does solo shows in Orlando. He's from Orlando. His name is Bruce. He's a wonderful human, and he. He toured a show called Sputnik. He played the dog, oh. the first dog going up into space. And that's
1: Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. You got some history.
0: This is crazy.
1: He's going to be so excited. I'll run through them real quick here. Minus the very first one, because I'll, I'll leave that a mystery, because we'll talk about it in a minute. 1949. Uh-oh. 19, and, and now, when we say space, we don't mean orbit. What we mean is the technical scientific definition of space at the time uh, in terms of distance Uh, From the land. Or, you know, from sea level in terms of... That would be more than a mile up. Uh, uh, Let me see if I I could find a number here. Suborbital. 100 kilometers. Definitions of the boundaries of space. Damn. The Air Force's definition at the time was 50 miles, 80 kilometers. Uh, The international definition at the time was 100 kilometers. So that's how high up we're we're going. We're talking space, but that's that's not, um, you know, orbit. That's not as far as... I've jumped off some cliffs into water. Yeah. They were pretty high.
0: I don't know if they were that. I mean, they were close to suborbital, but (laughs) there's this bridge
1: in Seattle. (laughs) It was real high. 1949, the first primate in space. 1950, the first mouse in space. Yeah. (laughs) Mighty Mouse. Woo! (laughs) 1951, first dogs in space. Plural. 1957, Sucks. first animal in orbit. We are talking about that. 1959, first rabbit in space. Man. 1961, first ape in space. R.I.P. I've got primate and ape, so that's a little... You don't know. You don't know. We've
0: got a... Could still could still be up there. <laughs> this is like Schrodinger's flying ape. <laughs> is it dead or is it alive, is it alive up there?
1: Space yeah, Jack. Space junk. Space junk? 1961, that same year, first guinea pig in space. 1963, first cat in space. Damn, late to the game with the kitty mau (laughs) mau. 1968, first animals in deep space and to circle the moon. 1970, first frogs. 1973, first fish. 1973, first spiders. Wow. How do they know that? I mean,
0: there's probably was some spiders on the other ones. They Just on the rocket, there. on the side like of the rocket. The... Well, or you know, they get up in the corners of your house. It's like there's, you know,
1: probably you know how when you're driving, daddy long legs up there. And on the on the side of your window shield, there's a oh, little yeah. spider still there hanging That's... on, and you're like, what? you're on the freeway, and you're like, how?
0: I could see that. That's going sort up, of, you know, yeah, at least suborbital. <laughs> 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 They can like fly, spiders can like float in the wind for miles and miles. Yeah, yeah. Certain types, yeah. Just That's the life. The hang gliders of the insect world. (laughs) That's the life, isn't it? Oh, I'd love that. I'd love to be a spider for that reason. Just, you know, jump off a thing, go in the wind. Suborbital. Save it for the next podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first spider to hang glide uh okay here we go oh wait did i talk about this no we got a little little piece on there we, we got sidetracked with the animals all right the, so the right, launch rightly is so rightly so so the launch is set for the anniversary of a precursor mini revolution to the larger and infamous 1917 revolution russian revolution the decision to move the launch was made on october 10th only one week after sputnik's launch and leaving only three weeks to prepare for the new launch Holy crap.
0: That's that's like not very long. That is like so little time. It takes me three weeks to like pack a bag if I'm going vacation for like a weekend. <laughs> Could you imagine building a
1: rocket ship? This is like from scratch? I mean, I must know. I mean, we'll get into a little bit, but uh, but yeah, it's it was a, you know, pre-laid idea. They were just thinking, let's do it. In a couple months let's do it next year they had
0: one tube
1: (laughs) we've got some metal and a couple tubes
0: it's laika yeah yeah real thick russian accent
1: (laughs) laika a mixed breed female dog possibly part husky and or terrier little little wolf in
0: there (laughs) little wolf in there you were
1: right wolf (laughs) found (laughs) was born sometime in 1954 on the streets of Moscow.
0: Sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song.
1: <laughs> on the streets of Moscow, I was born in the alley.
0: I'll stop there. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Four more for the, for the full
1: song at DK Reinheimer yeah. on Twitter. Just a little sample on my Bandcamp <laughs> single. At DK Reinheimer Music. Soviet researchers found her wandering the streets, as was common under the assumption that stray dogs were more acclimated to the extreme conditions. Laika weighed eleven pounds and was about three years old at the time. Laika, which translates to "barker," mm-hmm. as in like dog, barker, you know.
0: I mean, I, that's what it, no, I assumed it wasn't Bob Barker from the prices, right? <laughs> Named after the late Bob Barker.
1: <laughs> yes, he's that old. <laughs> accrued many nicknames while in the space program. I'm going to read them to you. Could you say them back in a Russian accent? Sure. Little
0: Curly. Little bug, da little lemon.
1: Two other dogs were additionally trained for the. Sp- Two other. Do- no, oh, no, that's sorry. <laughs> 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 that's great. <laughs> Two other dogs were additionally trained for the Sputnik Two flight, and it was a rigorous training routine. Over the three weeks, the dogs were kept in smaller and smaller pressurized cabins to prepare them for the tiny space capsule and the planned seven-day space journey. Dang,
0: like. W- I can't imagine, you know, so they're just making the container smaller and smaller throughout the day. So the dog's more.
1: Or switching to different types of, it sounds like they had a plethora of different types of mock pressurized cabins that resembled what they, I mean, you know, this is also. Yeah. They're throwing all, everything they got into this, the war's over. You know, so they're spending big, you know, big, big money. bucks on this. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah. I, well, imagine it's just basically curing um, claustrophobic. I'd be so claustrophobic. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Everyone look up photos. It's tiny. Tiny. Leica also trained in an acceleration centrifuge, was exposed to rocket launch type sounds, and taught how to eat special high-protein dog space food gel.
0: dog space food oh my god wait so so they did they think they said a seven day journey did they think the dog was is going to return i mean i'm i'm assuming they didn't at this point
1: i don't want to spoil that but uh okay it was seven days which still seems a little ambitious for a dog inside of a tiny little Capsule in space that no one's ever been to before.
0: But <laughs> it had the super space dog
1: food. <laughs> had the dog food. Which was basically just a bunch of tang, right? <laughs> <laughs> just the powder just the powder no I, it was some kind of yeah some kind of a gel type gelatinous protein mix with chicken and fish <laughs> you know it was probably mostly potatoes
0: wait is that a, is that an offensive russian stereotype
1: i think it is a large part of the diet i mean uh, fucking piroshky's is potato flour stuffed with potatoes it's yeah. a potato in a like, potato how Literally. can we put more <laughs> how
0: can we get more potato in this potato? <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs>
1: and then drink potato potatoes. vodka. Yeah. Wash it down with some potato juice.
0: I love potatoes, honestly. That's one of my, my comfort foods. But I think that's the Irish. That's the Irish in me.
1: Yeah, it's another kind of potato. It's a more oppressed potato. It's an island potato. It's a different vibe. It's an island island potato. They're a little tougher, a little more rebellious. Leica and the other dogs also had to wear a type of diaper, essentially a bag fitted to their larger space harness. Laika was reportedly the most docile and amenable to the intense space type conditions. There is also a rumor that Albine, the runner up, had recently given birth to puppies, and Soviet researchers couldn't bring themselves to send the new mom on such a mission.
0: Oh, man. Nice save. Nice save having a baby <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I think there's like, a le- there's a lesson in there the right? eye roll from the other two <laughs> uh,
0: of course she's pregnant Ugh. <sighs> sorry sorry can't go into
1: space I've no we're so babes. happy for you yeah no I'm, mm. can't wait to see all the pictures <laughs> however shortly before the launch one of the scientists brought Leica home to play with his family
0: yeah i remember this part
1: in bruce's show People need to go see the show.
0: It's so good. It's like beautiful. What is it called? Do yeah. you know? Sputnik.
1: Oh, well, oh, that's no, going to sorry. be hard Jesus, to Google. Jesus, No, it's called Muttnik. M-U-T, oh, yeah. Perfect. That was the nickname that the press, mostly the American press, gave Laika uh, as it was a play on Sputnik. She was a mutt.
0: Yeah. He's got a Patreon. He's, no money.
1: Has... No, no. We're not talking about other people's money on my podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Laika's mission was grand to prove animals human or otherwise could survive being launched into orbit and the zero gravity that followed
0: i just want to i think i want to point out that i don't think it was laika's mission laika was probably like i just want to chill get thrown balls eat can like out. Maybe, maybe laika just <laughs> i do puppies. not want to go like, yeah the, laika clearly did not want to go in that box suborbital
1: or full orbital <laughs> this is this is the full orbital uh full... We've gone full <laughs> orbital. You're right. The mission that was thrust upon Laika. Thank you.
0: God, thank you. Give this dog some dignity,
1: you know? Laika was standing on the shoulders of many a space-traveling animal, starting in 1947, when a batch of fruit flies caught a ride to the top of the world on a V-2 rocket, confiscated by the Americans from the incredible and horrible Nazi rocket program. So, um... Wait,
0: they... they <clears throat> they just caught a ride
1: well i was kind of you know using some sort of uh slang uh or stowaways they were purpose no they were purposefully put onto yeah sorry that was i was being maybe a little too casual there with my I thought you meant they
0: sort of just like oh
1: hey did you guys notice these fruit flies <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> we should probably study those no but sorry it was intentional. they've got little helmets on well this is great because i wanted to do a little skit the scientists are american but i think it'd be funny if the fruit flies were nazis 1947, this is a V2 rocket from the Nazi you know, V2 rocket program. This is post-war, uh, mm-hmm. but the U.S. has taken all these Nazi scientists and rockets and all this technology and, and yeah. gear and used it to get to the moon because that's what they've been trying to do this whole time.
0: That was, it was Nazi technology after
1: all these years. Literally the lead rocket Nazi scientist who made these rockets for the Nazis through the entire war, They asked. they just took him and he was the top space rocket scientist most americans know him they just didn't know that he made rockets that killed americans for many years and other europeans before they yeah. said well instead of it coming back down to earth with a ballistic can it just keep going up <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. Fruit
0: fly. that's an awkward like first date sort of conversation like <laughs> So what do you do? Well, I make rockets. Uh, Oh, do I know any of them? Uh, You might know a few. We sent a few over, but not anymore. You're gonna play one of the scientists? No, no, no. It's
1: all you. Oh, I'm gonna do all of it. (laughs) Hey everybody, this is your captain
0: speaking. Uh, We got the rocket loaded up, uh, full of fruit flies. We're gonna send it off to uh, space. Thanks to the Nazi technology and the rockets. Thank you, Dr. Van Schneegelschnitzel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's Schneegelschnitzel. Thank you, Karen Uh, Schneegelschnitzel. All right, uh, go ahead and count down there. Uh, 10. Let's skip to two. Two. One. Yeah, this is very exciting. We are going to space. Oh, I know. There's so much space fruit up there. I cannot wait to get to the moon bananas. Oh, oh Hans. I'll miss our fruit fly colony, but up on space, we will make a new one. Yeah. And see <laughs> That's at DK Reinamer. Patreon slash DK Reinamer. <laughs> Oh it hurt. it still hurts to laugh actually because of my Oh no ex- oh no okay
1: It's good though it's like you know it's one of those good hurts Laughter heals except your stitches In preparation for the flight a series of monitors and cables were surgically placed in and around Leica. You know about this To wow. monitor <clears throat> You have this I is thought- method I don't active. remember that <laughs> I thought you were going to say in just <laughs> like inside up in Yeah literally literally surgically oh, into yeah. her body Oh yeah uh, uh, a series of monitors and cables were surgically placed in and around Leica to monitor her vital organs. Kirka, nineteen fifty-seven. So Ugh, this is, you know, not old sterile. Ass techni- it's,
0: <laughs> man, that's why. It's, that's what I worry. They put in some, you know, device inside me that's monitoring. So that's the vaccine. You know, that's the <laughs> the five G baby. They could just monitor all the. I mean, but they're going heart. They're going blood, blood pressure. They're going.
1: yeah uh uh yeah heart uh breathing um uh uh Mm. those kinds of things um and and, and, and it's and it was live um which is crazy to think about in 1957 that they were live monitoring an individual inside of a capsule out in space from that that distance 1957 amazing on october 31st laika albina the backup and mushka the control dog were transported to the... Uh, I'm going to have to look up this pronunciation.
0: Yeah, start start back. Go, go back. Go back from the top there. Take it from the top. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Baikonur. I was kind of saying it right.
1: Cosmodrome. Baikonur. Cosmodrome. Russian, not not Austrian. What
0: are you? Baikonur.
1: Cosmodrome. <laughs> and Laika took her place inside the padded, temperature-controlled rocket capsule. Two people watched over her... <clears throat> Got a fly, got a fruit fly in my throat. Oh no! We've landed. Two people watched over her twenty-four-seven as the final preparations were hurriedly finished on Sputnik Two, which was a substantial upgrade from its predecessor. Sputnik Two was thirteen feet tall, six and a half Whoa. feet wide. Hell yeah! That's like that's like free range, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> we're talking free range dog. Six and a half feet wide, one thousand pounds. Add to that the non-detachable rocket, which weighed in at 17,000 pounds. Damn. And a jacuzzi. <laughs> and a jacuzzi. A video camera with 100 lines of resolution was installed to monitor Leica. 1957,
0: y'all. Wow, 100 lines. What are, we're at 1920 and 1080? So, yeah, <laughs> not
1: far off. What's that? sub hey, sub... It's not even... sub yeah. standard <laughs> like, definition? Um... That's sub-orbital <laughs> definition. It's thumbnail or it's you know <laughs> yeah, thumbnail, late time. night late night Snapchat filter. <laughs> <laughs> On the morning of November third, nineteen fifty seven, Laika was carefully groomed and technicians kissed her and wished her happy travels before closing the capsule door.
0: How sweet. Fi- the final grooming. Full Brazilian. (laughs) For the electrodes and the probes. Oh, man. What a sad... Because they must have loved that dog. Sounds like it.
1: With the coming home to play with the kids and the... You think
0: there was a moment where he was like, fuck it, I'm keeping like it. I'm just going to keep...
1: Well, it's also Soviet Russia, so I don't think that... (laughs) I don't think Khrushchev would have... When that got back to Khrushchev, you might find yourself...
0: Without any potatoes.
1: (laughs) Oh, what do we do?
0: Oh, look at all these lights. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, there's my camera. Ooh, whoa, they're putting the probes in. Ow. Ooh. That's a little <laughs> that hurt. Okay. But I like these people. Oh, oh, they're closing the door. Oh, hey, hey guys. Let me out. Where are we going? Oh, ooh, it's cold in here. I miss ball. I miss the ball. <laughs> it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> Ooh, pretty. Let me, let me have some space dog food. Mm, mm chicken. That's good. Ooh oh. I am part wolf. And scene. Thank you, at DK Rennimer. Skits
1: and bits, skits and bits. Sputnik 2 launches into the sky. Laika's heart rate increases from 103 to 240 beats per minute once in orbit the nose cone was successfully jettisoned however the block a core was not and this prevented the cooling system from working Yep. furthermore some insulation had been torn off not good this rate no not good this raised the capsule temperature to 104 degrees fahrenheit Jeez, 104 that's like a that's like a sauna no that's not even that's like a hot tub
0: yeah, that's toasty, man.
1: Especially inside. For a time. It's really over time, I think. Yeah. Um three hours into the journey, Leica's pulse finally settles back down to one hundred and two beats per minute, taking three times longer than in training. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Classic. It's always it's always mm-hmm. it always takes three Nerves. times. Nerves. That that's like a universal thing. It always takes three times longer than in practice. Longer than in training. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 That's why hockey has three um, sections, quarters. <laughs> what are they called? Periods?
1: It's called a hockey field. It's called.
0: <laughs> no, they have three, uh, three periods. Did you know that?
1: No. It's the only sport where you're allowed to beat the shit out of someone. You don't get penalized. Well, you... technically you do, but they let you go a little bit. That's kind of like, all right, all right, well, they're still working it out. You know, as long as they're standing, the blood can fly. It, it apparently it is part of the game. Um, you know, it's something that the refs keep track of. The players keep track of. Yeah. You get you get checked. You get blasted into a couple times a little too hard, a little too uncalled for. The refs keep an eye. They don't throw a penalty. Yeah. If you throw your gloves off and clock them, they keep an eye. You got two punches in. That's worth the two beats he got you. Okay, we're done. It's it literally it's is part a of the game in some yeah. weird on un- yeah interesting in a weird unofficial official way. Uh, it's, it's, it's just old it's school. It's just how it's it goes. Like the old school, yeah. you know.
0: Hang. It's very Russian. Yeah, very, very, very hockey. It's very, potato. Very, it's the potato of sports.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some food is eaten during this time. Your skit was very lifelike, I will say. I mean, you had it spot on.
0: What? Oh, oh, thanks. With the like, hey, uh, yeah,
1: you had it on. Some food was eaten. Some food was eaten. Uh, I'm a, I'm a method, you know, sk- skitter. <laughs> Which was so encouraging and sad to think about too. To think about this dog like oh, eating its gel protein in this little capsule, thinking like, I'm doing what I'm supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, like, I'm a good dog. I'm how a good crazi- dog. crazy, yeah. Leica like continues to float, weightless, inside the tiny capsule as the temperature is unable to be controlled. Those little doggy legs flopping. I just... Yeah, it's in perpetual free fall yeah. if your orbit is correct, which they need a little battery to keep you from the earth's gravity from pulling eventually you know like when the batteries died it eventually pulled yeah sputnik one back down to earth but you're basically you know literally like if you jump off a cliff you've jumped off the edge of the world and you're just always you've hit the right angle that you're just always falling around it you're always falling yeah that's
0: what um that's what that's the feeling that's what douglas adams says if you want to learn you want to know how to fly all you gotta do is fall and miss the ground yeah
1: yeah that's exactly what it is you know the space orbit anyway that's literally what it is uh, it, you've just jumped off the world's biggest cliff. It's huge. Uh, it's a huge. I've t- you know, there's you know. a
0: bridge in Seattle. It's uh, that I've <laughs> that I've jumped off of.
1: It's pretty high. I don't know. Within hours, there were no viable signs of life from the capsule. Oof. Leica would die on her journey.
0: And she's got another week left, and she's already
1: dead. She had, she had little babies back home. Uh, yeah, uh. there were supposed to be seven days, and we we're, were uh, several hours in. Uh, that's it. That, and, um, but the,
0: so it, it kept going. This, the dog was, Laika was no more.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Which unfortunately was always the plan. Soviet researchers knew Laika would not return safely to Earth, but they had prepared for several days of life with the cooling system, food delivery, and diaper. The final... I mean, I don't know, <laughs> why, why the diaper? I guess they just don't want shit flying flying around, the floating around the thing. The piss and shit would have gotten into the instruments, which is why the food needed to be gel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, adult, modern-day human astronauts wear diapers all the ding-dong yeah. day. Or, certainly, when they're spacewalking, I don't know if they have to wear inside of the thing, uh, but... I imagine. They certainly have to go inside of a vacuum-sealed diaper bag to use the bathroom, so...
0: I think diapers are very important. A lot of important people wear them. Presidents have worn where won- wear them. <laughs> Last president, I think. Well, straight. We don't want a diaper shame. But, yeah, no, no diaper shame. shame. Uh, powerful, powerful people wear diapers. Like Leica. Oh, I do like Leica. Well, I just meant like as also I in know, Leica. I know, you did. I know. Okay,
1: I but okay, gotcha.
0: <laughs> All right. Cut that out. Cut that. The final
1: meal was poisoned in hopes to spare Leica the fate of suffocating or overheating inside the capsule. Wow, really? They tried. Yep. So, yep. Did, so, did
0: they? Tried. How did? Did did, did did they have it in an order, I guess? Like, it wasn't like
1: there's seven bowls out, you know, pick one of these as poisoned. No, I'm assuming it was a, my understanding is a food delivery system, probably some type of a device that... Yeah, like an Uber timer, Eats or a <laughs> Grubhub. Yeah, some sort of DoorDash, <laughs> DoorDash, you know, if you're familiar, Um you know, whatever they had. I don't know what they had at the time, but whichever one they had at the time, probably Uber Eats. It's been yeah, Uber a while. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but I'm oh, assuming no, it was it was some tuber. sort of a device tuber that would... eats because they love potatoes. <laughs> tuber, tuber, tuber eats. For many years, until the 2000s, the true fate of Laika was hidden by the Russians. Perhaps too brutal and embarrassing to admit. Fuck yeah! The great embarrassed. Yeah. We just
0: shot a dog up and killed it in two days, and I mean, mm-hmm. that's yeah,
1: terrifying. The great follow-up to Sputnik being such a failure to science and to life. Um, yeah, and and it was also like everybody knew about the dog because they had all this publicity beforehand because that's what they wanted and everything. But then they could only they only faked it for another nine days. They said like because the thing didn't come back. Yeah, <laughs> Leica was gone. <laughs> so the the fib they kept going out and going. The, hey
0: boy, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, any minute any now. Minute now.
1: <laughs> to all the reporters. No, the short term lie was that Leica made it to the seven days. Oh, and then. That Leica made it nine days and then Leica started an improv team on the moon. <laughs> that Leica had unfortunately passed, but that the mission was complete and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. Old age. Exactly what happened and how soon, and that it was basically a major malfunction right. that killed the dog. And that was all hidden until the 2000s when the government finally, you know, post Soviet Union finally unsealed some records. Yeah. Do they, do we have, can you see the, can you see the footage? Because you said there there's tapes. There's a photo of the dog in the capsule right before launch. So you can see the size and and Leica and the harness and the reference of how, it's small. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can, uh, I don't know if there's footage of the launch because this would have been, I mean, maybe, but I don't know if that footage is available. I'm kind of being ignorant here. I'm going to delete it if there is, but. Uh, I'm just going to go on an a limb and say because it was such a top-secret mission that that might still be kept secret. Yeah. They waited until the 2000s to say, hey, the dog didn't die nine days later. It died one day later. How long did they wait? It's an eight-day fib. Who the fuck cares about eight days... Um, till the two thousands before oh, people found oh, so out. This is in nineteen fifty seven. They kept saying, "No, the mission was successful. Leica made it nine days, three days extra. Can you believe that? Wow, three more days than we planned for. What a strong how heroic! Dog. Yeah, yeah. What a great mission we did, and we got all this info and how brave. And then it was like, oh, actually, it all fucked up, and the uh, dog died right away. That's and always, I
0: never. That's why I never trust anybody. I don't believe anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Or anything it's always like oh it's nine days with all this information but no it turns out they shit the bed at two days and you know <laughs> everything yeah <laughs> disastrous that's it that's the story hey that's it like oh a, man like uh what a journey put
1: that in a play What? what a journey huh Wow. No, but I, I started researching it and I didn't know that the dog died. But then I, <laughs> as, I, bef- even before I got to the end, I was a couple sentences in and I was like, hmm, oh. what do I expect? Do I really envision this dog landing in the ocean like it's the Tom Hanks in Apollo 13? <laughs> I you can't know. imagine sending a dog to space. Oh, it's just going to come right back down. Any final thoughts?
0: Um, I mean, are they, is there any program... Are they still trying to send
1: I mean I guess we've sent humans up so why would they send dogs but Well what's... there was one here the very last one that I saw on the list was in 2007 the first in 2007 the first animal survives exposure to space
0: Hey Tom uh, shove that uh, shove that lizard out the window there and see if it survives
1: Hey it did bring it back in <laughs> I do know that they put tardigrades, those water bears, out into space, and they survived. Hey,
0: let them ride,
1: man. All
0: right. The Matthew McConaughey of Animal A, man. Look at all this space out here. It's cool, man. Just keep floating, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't have any other questions, I guess. I'd be curious what they're doing with the, you know, it's probably a museum and shit. Probably.
1: But, uh, I mean, you know, the space program in general slowed down a lot, because, which is interesting. Think about that we were doing all this shit in 1957-47, and now it's 2022 and people are like,
0: eh, it's because we can make movies about it. So we don't need to actually go out there. I mean, I'm excited. I think we're, I think we're alive in a really cool time, scary time, war and all this shit. But we're, you know, on the brink of some crazy science shit, I think.
1: I mean, yeah. Look yeah. at, look at your appendix surgery.
0: Dude, you kidding me? 10 years ago, they'd have been yeah cutting me open with a steak knife and just reaching in there, you know? Hey. I'm actually building a rocket, and I'll be <laughs> s- <laughs> sending a chicken. <laughs> to the- no, I I'm writing a so another solo show. So I do have some online stuff. So Patreon uh, slash DK Ranimer, where I put up, you know, just fun videos and sketches and sort of. Uh, you can follow my progress as an artist and creator, and and I'm a touring comedian or i was before the pandemic and i will be again hopefully that things are opening up um at dk Reinemer on twitter i'm on all the things i will be going to the orlando fringe festival in may so if any listeners are in orlando florida come on out i'm doing a brand new solo show it's like stand-up sketch some improv called uh, dk fully clothed <laughs> oh and i'll be in your movie Fuck. That's confidential. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm working with a big time. I was in a big time movie. I can't say much about it.
1: <laughs> you can reach out at a joke podcast at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at historiesajokepod. You can find us online at lavenderfingerproductions.com. there's four
0: characters here's the setting and go i'm gonna vape (laughs) for the listeners for the listeners by the way while i was doing that whole thing zach was sitting there he pulled out a vape and is just like hitting it real hard (laughs) full-on four character sketches and he's just yeah it's good keep it up keep doing the jokes
1: History's a Joke podcast is supported by listeners like you. Find us on Venmo at History's a Joke.